Hello and welcome to the weekly reboot, your regular Friday debrief of things we've heard and seen coming from the Agile community here in Melbourne and beyond. Hope you are all well dealing with these new circumstances that we're all trying to adapt to. Today I'm bringing you a mini hack. It's our 25th mini hack in total and also the first one of 2020. Now this mini hack is a few simple things you can add to your Agile teams to help work start to flow and it will be of interest to people who are already working agile teams doing daily stand-ups but possibly finding that their team is not getting as much done as they feel they should and also maybe they have a lot of work that ends up blocked and it's also for scrum masters or coaches of those teams so it's for a bit of a specific audience that this mini hack is made for but many of you may also find it useful even if it doesn't strictly describe you and your team's circumstances. And the reason that it qualifies as a mini hack is that it's very easy and quick to implement. You can have a go even if you're not a super experienced scrum master or coach and it shouldn't take any time away from the team's work to adapt to this mini hack. But it will conversely pay you back a lot of times over as it will help you save a bunch of wasteful work and you'll get more things coming out of your team as delivered work. So have I done enough to tempt you to keep listening? Well, here's another reason. It's something that you can add into your daily stand-up. So you'll probably get good at doing it relatively quickly because you're going to get a chance to practice it every day. And as you probably know, small things that you can do on the regular become much easier to make habits and make feel effortless than the things that you only do once in a while. So are you hooked yet? Okay, so today's mini hack is about working right to left at your daily stand-up and putting in a pull method for when you can start new work. But before I go on, I need to fully credit Daniel Ploeg for blogging a bunch of really great blogs about Kanban and Lean that included this advice today. And I'll link to those in the show notes. Daniel is much more of an expert than myself on all things Kanban and Lean. He's a qualified person who can teach all that stuff. But just in case you like to listen and learn instead, you can have a listen here, read his blog, and then take that to your next daily stand-up and look like an absolute legend when you help the team stop cramming too much into their doing columns and create more flow of value to your customers. Okay, so what do I mean when I say working right to left? Well, first you'll need some kind of Kanban board that has all your work on it visualized. I'm assuming you've got one of these if you're working in an agile team. If you're like a vast majority of teams I work with, it's Jira, but if not, it might be Trello or another tool, or perhaps you even have the luxury of a physical board for your work with your work carded up on it. So what I'm imagining now is a series of columns on a Kanban board, physical or digital, with all of the various states of work that that work goes through to be delivered, starting at the left and finishing at the right. See our podcast episode um, on our website for a diagram of that. So assuming you have your Kanban board, the next time you're at your daily stand-up, instead of answering the three standard questions for a daily stand-up, which tend to be what did I do yesterday, what am I doing today, and what's blocking me, try answering those questions by walking the wall. And what I mean is standing up at the wall or your Kanban board on a screen with the team and start with the far right column. It's going to be something like deploy or release and answer the question for that. For example, what did I finish yesterday that can now be released? And if I'm going to do that today, then today I'm going to release this piece of work and then move through your other work from the right columns to the left. But also don't pull more work into any of the columns for yourself unless you have a free gap to do so. If you already have work in the column, then it's not really free for you to pull more work. Instead, your work today will be more about moving that work into the next column. 
In this way, you can only pull work forward when you've created demand for it. That is when you have an empty space to pull the work into. Or to think of it as another way, your value stream is represented by your Kanban and you can only pull value forward when there's demand for value. If there's no empty spaces for you in a column to pull work, then you need to work to create the empty space to create that demand for new work to flow through the value stream. This might feel counterintuitive. In fact, if you've recently started with agile ways of working, this will almost definitely feel counterintuitive because you've probably been used to working in the opposite way, which is work being stuffed towards you and towards the value stream instead of flowed through it. Stuffing too much work in at the front just slows everything down as you lose time switching between tasks and half starting things end up waiting or blocked before they can progress. The other day I heard Henrik Nieberg in a video refer to it as trying to stuff more paper into a printer to make it print faster. That's not going to make the printed pages come out any faster, it's just going to clog up your printer and slow everything down. So this change, which is starting right to left and only pulling work forward if there's space to do so, can almost instantly unblock work and get it flowing. But wait, there's more. There are many more benefits you can achieve with this one simple mini hack and you can gradually start to increase the value flowing for your team once you've started working right to left and only pulling work forward if there's space to do so. What do I mean by that? Well, the hack we just talked about works for a team of individuals. What I mean is that teams that tend to work on solo tasks and do their bit to get individual stories or tasks moving in service of the team's overall goal. The kind of team where you would have specialists who at the end of the sprint might happily think to themselves, oh, I got on, I got all my work done, yay me. And there's nothing wrong with feeling pleased about your efforts here. Getting all of your work done in a sprint is something you should be proud of. However, if we don't all do that for the sprint, we're going to miss the overall sprint goal. So if everyone doesn't get all of their work done, we're going to end up with missed goals and they end up add up to missed projects and missed major value getting to our customers. So instead of thinking of your stand-up as somewhere where you give a status update on your activities, think of it as the flow creation ceremony for the whole team. And to do that, instead of giving an update when you're at the board, working right to left, focus on the work itself, not the individual. And then as a team, try and create that flow and pull mechanism through the whole team's work. What does that look like? Well, let's consider all the work that's ready to be released and ask the whole team who can help get this work released. If we can answer how that's going to happen and then we end up with gaps to pull work forward, then we should do so. So then moving right to left in the next column, if there's work that needs to be tested, then we can help get that testing finished. So if developers, BAs or other roles have finished their latest piece of work and they have some free space, they can jump on and get testing completed more effectively. They shouldn't pull any work forward for themselves in their other columns to start on unless there's nothing they can help with that's further to the right of that work. This simple trick has a profound effect on the flow for the whole team. You'll be more likely to hit every sprint goal as well as increasing the amount of collaborative teamwork that starts to happen and that has several other pleasant side effects such as cross-skilling and building up your T-shaped nature. You'll learn much more about your team's work than your own narrow speciality. Also, you'll have a chance to work closely with other people that perhaps you don't always work with. Also, your domain knowledge of the application will increase as you'll be more likely to get exposure to more features and functionality. You will likely feel more motivated to achieve shared team goals instead of your own individual success. And you might start thinking about your team's work in this way as a stream of value. 
rather than just a collection of random cards that your team is doing. And that's actually what it is. It's a stream of value that's delivering stuff to your customer. And you can start to think of this joined up process as a value delivery machine. There's a few others, like I've noticed people think a bit more carefully about pulling work forward before it's in a ready state. When work is flowing quickly and everyone is helping to make it flow, then people start to get annoyed with work that gets blocked for dumb reasons and clog up the flow. In fact, with more minds helping to unblock work collectively and get it flowing, they increase their expectations of how work needs to be in a ready state before entering their workflows in the first place. Sometimes we don't really think that the, that piece of work through before we pull it forward. And I've seen teams improve their refinement of stories as a result, think more critically about whether it has value and have better conversations with stakeholders about what the story is about, aka avoiding creating low value features and work that might get blocked or is hard to deliver. Remember, one of the agile principles is to maximize the work that we don't do. So that's some of the really powerful side effects you might be able to generate for your teams by using this flow method of working right to left and putting in a pull system. But even if you just get the valuable work flowing as a bare minimum, you're going to be a pretty legendary team for your customers. <sighs> Phew, I talked a lot, but trust me, it's a lot to listen to, but this is a small thing to change that's well worth it. And I look forward to hearing how you go. If you want to drop us a line, you can anytime with feedback on the podcast or more questions, email rebootme at rebootco.com.au. You can follow us on social media at the Reboot Co on Twitter or me at Stokes Standra or subscribe to our newsletter, which will be coming soon, I promise. Visit www.rebootco.com.au forward slash newsletter or subscribe in your regular podcast app and we'll be back in your ears at 4pm next week. Bye for now. Bye.